Welcome to another episode of the OASBO podcast. Uh, today we have Barbara Shaner with us on the phone, and she's in a hallway at the State House because it's been a busy week there. Um, thank you, Barbara, for taking the time. And um, can you start us off with an update on where things stand with House Bill 705? Absolutely. I'm really thrilled to be able to talk to you about um, our bill that we've been working on. And I will just say before I give you the update that it seems like it's been a long road uh, from April 1st when we received uh, draft language that we were going to consider uh, before we submitted anything to the legislature uh, from our legal counsel. And um, so we find ourselves here this week at the State House. I'm happy to report that uh, House Bill 705 actually did pass this week. Um, the committee that was hearing it had uh, three hearings on the bill and then voted uh, to uh, unanimously report the legislation to the full House. And the following day, which would have been Wednesday of this week, December 5th, the full House voted uh, to I think there were two, dis two dissenting votes, but they passed that overwhelmingly. And the Hospital 705 has actually gone through the whole process in the uh, Ohio House of Representatives. Awesome. Um, so I hear that the Senate has also done some things with the Treasurer Liability Bill. Can you tell me about that? Sure. Um, and so in, in some ways, uh, the House passing House Bill 705 is uh, a boot point, even though it was an important step that had to happen. Um, the Senate Education Committee actually added an amendment to a bill that was already moving through the legislative process, uh, House Bill 491. And I think we sent some information out yesterday afternoon uh, to our members about that. Mm -hmm. But that bill was amended by the Senate Education Committee and uh, voted out. And then uh, and, and they did that uh, on Wednesday the 5th, and then Thursday, yesterday, the full Senate, Senate voted unanimously to approve that bill. And I think what we had reported to our members uh, in our, uh, I think it was just like a brief update yesterday afternoon, was that the House would then bill uh, because it's a House bill, it originated in the House, and uh, the Senate obviously made amendments to it. There were a few education into the original bill, uh, and so the House had to then approve all of those changes that the Senate uh, made. And what typically happens when they're doing that is they will take a yes or no vote uh, on that bill. They can't really make changes to the bill on and so what they had to do is decide if they're going to accept all the changes that the Senate made. And we were surprised uh, that late last evening, the House had a long session and uh, they adjourned about 7.15 last night. But right before they did, they actually took a vote to accept the Senate's work on House Bill 491. Now, both the House and the Senate have approved our treasure liability language. And again, it's identical to the language that is in House Bill 705. So now we've, we've shepherded that language through both the House and the Senate. And the only thing left to do is to have the governor sign the bill. 
and we have every indication that he will do that. Uh, we're not sure when that. And so once he does sign, then the bill will take 90 days uh, before it becomes effective. But I think, um, you know, just knowing that the bill has passed is a positive thing. And once we know the effective date, the bill, of course, will let everyone know. Great. This is a big win for our members. So I think everyone is, is really excited about it. Yeah, and I have to say, um, I think, you know, we as a staff worked hard on the bill, but we had a lot of members who were out there um, talking with their own legislators and uh, explaining the situation. We had some members that actually held meetings with uh, multiple treasurers uh, and their legislators to explain the situation. And we really didn't run into too many people that were concerned about what we were trying to do because it made a lot of sense to people that individual members um, or individual school employees should not be held liable for these things. And so I think this is a big win for us and a win for the members that have worked on this. Absolutely. Well, um, there's another bill, House Bill 291, that we haven't talked much about, but I understand it, it can be positive for our members. So can you talk a little about that? Right. House Bill 291 is actually related somewhat to the, the treasure liability issue. Uh, throughout the conversation that we've been having with members about their concerns about the financial risk that they've been facing, there has been discussion about the fact that uh, members would like the opportunity to um, be able to purchase liability insurance uh, that would cover anything like uh, finding for recovery that where somebody was paid maybe inappropriately by mistake or the treasurer had relied on information from others. But Ohio law has required that districts purchase a bond to cover uh, the liability um, against what the actions of the treasurer. And so what House Bill 291 does, it's, an, it's a permissive bill, so it's not a requirement, but it will permit school districts to uh, not, not purchase the bond, but instead purchase liability insurance. And this bill actually came about uh, at the request of, I believe, townships or other local governments. And when it went house, uh, it really it didn't address school districts. And so we approached the bill sponsor uh, after actually it had already gone over to the house. It, it's a fairly, uh, it was a fairly new bill that was introduced um, early in the legislative process. And so when it went over to the Senate, we were already working on the treasure liability issue. So we approached the bill sponsor and asked if he would consider uh, adding school districts to um, the bill. And so the provisions in House Bill 291 would then cover school districts. So the Senate um, actually took the bill and amended it to include school districts and libraries. And so they um, added that into the to their version of what they ended passing out this week as well. Uh, on the same day that they passed um, the House Bill 491, they passed House Bill 291, and that is, has been sent back over to the House because, of course, there were changes made in the Senate. Uh, the House did not incur on that vote, uh, bill last night, but we do expect them to take a vote on it 
they meet again this coming week, next week, uh, during the lame duck se session. Awesome. So it sounds like it's been a really busy lame duck session. Um, are there other education-related topics being debated during the rest of this lame duck? Well, talk about busy. Yes, there are education-related topics and bills that have been um, discussed down here. And this week in particular, we had a hearing on Wednesday morning early um, with uh, several of our members actually coming in and testifying in opposition to House Bill 343. It's actually uh, now a substitute House Bill 343. The Senate has made some changes already that they thought might represent a compromise, but we have some pretty strong objections to the substitute version of the bill. And so we had four me five members that testified and talked about the school uh, situation um, with the Board of Revision process. Um, the bill actually districts from, uh, the substitute bill prohibits districts from filing claims on property values for residential property, which is totally new it wasn't something that was discussed over in the house at least as part of the bill and um, we just have a big objection to that and the, the substitute bill would also require that the districts uh, adopt a resolution for every property that they would uh, be challenging with a board of revision and um, they, they could take one vote to adopt all the resolutions but it could be a significant um, burden for especially if it's a large district with lots of properties that they're going to challenge in a, in a given year. So um, while they made some improvements to the original bill where the district wouldn't have to make notification to the property owner, that was, uh, I would say, a win for us. Some of the other provisions are still pretty onerous and we can't agree to them. So um, the bill actually had been scheduled for a vote Wednesday morning. We had the five people come in um, the bill uh, sponsor uh, did, has not agreed with some of the compromise language that we've proposed over the many weeks and months that this bill has been considered. So the chairman of the uh, Senate Ways and Means Committee actually decided then instead of taking a vote on the bill that had originally been uh, planned uh, on this past Wednesday, he took that provision off the schedule and they had the hearing on the bill, but then he set a uh, interested party meeting that's actually going to take place here later this morning that I will participate in uh, to try and see if there are any uh, compromises that folks can agree to. So we will keep members informed about that bill, but again, it is one uh, that is important to school districts and we're going to try to stay on top of it. Um, I will mention, too, that there's been a threat of uh, an amendment that would expand vouchers in Ohio. Uh, there was an attempt made in the Senate Education Committee to amend a bill uh, earlier this week, and they actually didn't have enough votes. Bill. We're not sure whether an attempt uh, during a floor to get it in or maybe put it in another bill over in the House. So we, uh, that's something that we're going to be fighting as well. So that's something for people to keep in mind because uh, if, it, if we need to send something out urgently, we'll let you know. Awesome. Uh, so 
When do you think the lame duck session will end? Well, uh, there's always rumors about how long this thing will go. Uh, as people know, should know, the lame duck goes could go through to the end of the calendar year, and that's when uh, this uh, version or this uh, session of the General Assembly, 132nd General Assembly, will um, end, and then they'll start a new General Assembly after the first of the year. So technically, they could go clear up to December 31st. But um, legislators are just like the rest of us. They want to have their time with families over the holidays. And so um, we have the expectation that I think maybe through next week will be the last um, that they will be in town. Now, if there are some unresolved issues, if they don't get done next week, then we could see them go into the following week. But I am... I'm not a betting person, but if I were, I would say they probably, I would bet against the fact that they would go beyond next week. Great. Well, um, thank you, Barbara. We'll let you get back to um, lots of work there at the state house and uh, members can keep, uh, keep an eye on their email. We'll make sure to let them know of anything that's going on or that they might need to know about. So thank you. Well, and one last thing I will say that if you have had conversations with your legislators about the, uh, or even if you haven't, about the treasurer liability legislation, um, we could provide information about the couple of people that voted against the bill uh, in the House. But generally, everybody was supportive. So you need to thank your legislators for uh, helping us with this and supporting what we were trying to accomplish because. We, when we ask them to do things and they do it, we want to make sure that they know we appreciate it. Absolutely. So a, a quick reminder. Definitely. Well, uh, thank you. And we will be talking to you soon. All right. Thanks, Callie.